0: Good evening, and uh, welcome back to our broadcasts. Glad to be home back to beautiful British Columbia again in um, what we used to call Indian summer, but I suppose to be politically correct now in Canadian fashion, we have to call it First Nations summer. I was in uh, in New York and Virginia, Maryland, Washington, DC, and New Jersey uh, over the past three weeks and had the privilege of serving in two very special communities in um, Linlithcombe, Maryland, which is a suburb of Baltimore. The Holy Cross Parish, which um, to me is one of the most exciting Orthodox parishes in in North America. Father Gregory Matthews Green is the priest of the parish, and of course his wife Frederica, um, Curia Frederica, is very well known. A parish of the Antiochian Orthodox Archdiocese is a parish that is really full of joy and with a sense of of the presence of the grace of the Holy Spirit. And uh, I always look forward to being there in that parish. And I realize that a part of the strength of the parish is the influence of some exceptional Romanian Orthodox leaders the late Father George Calciu, and uh, Father Basili, uh, uh, Right Reverend Bishop Basili, from Cluj-Napoca in Romania, who is really, to me, an exceptional hierarch. A man of, of meekness and humility who lives simply, like a real monk, and has a genuine spiritual presence to him. And the influence of these two Orthodox Christian leaders has had uh, a very deep and lasting effect on the parish. And that is so necessary because so many of our convert parishes really end up with a kind of Episcopalian ethos about them or spirit in them rather than an Orthodox Christian ethos. And it is the influence of those who have been Orthodox for a few centuries anyway and can open to them this, this real Orthodox Christian ethos, this real Orthodox Christian sense of being and the relationships between uh, the piety of Orthodoxy and the expression of the faith itself so many uh, adopt a kind of a Protestant ethos or a Protestant way of, of trying to uh, exemplify their piety and just dis- disdain really orthodox christian forms and orthodox christian ethos in piety and worship oh well it's, it's it's old country it has nothing to do with us we're well what episcopalian or anglican and uh, we want that kind of an ethos rather than the orthodox christian ethos in our parish that's very often exactly what does happen The parish of Linlithcombe, however, is a parish that has obviously tasted of an authentic Orthodox Christian ethos and has become filled with a a real joy in worship and an understanding of worship and what worship truly is. And I think that uh, it's an outstanding example for other communities in North America to follow. The other community which I consider uh, really a second home to me is a little mission parish located in the forest in an old uh, Historical church a wooden church without a foundation set up on stones and and uh, log beams and this Parish of Christ the Savior well a mission really is uh, the priest father Michael who serves the parish with, with uh, great, great love and clarity. And I really love serving there and serving a small community, but a community that is trying to found itself and build itself upon the concept of an extended family united together in the struggle for unselfish love. And that parish is really uh, very dear to me And, in fact, since I have a a second home with the uh, Conrad family in um, Fredericksburg, Virginia, or near Fredericksburg, Virginia, and they attend the services at that mission and and really help to build the mission, uh, it's a very warm and comfortable feeling to me that I'm at home with my own people when I'm there, that it's uh, as if I were a... A member of that extended family and uh, that that's uh, very joyous to me so having returned now from um, visiting St. Vladimir seminary and other places I want to continue our series on the Orthodox introduction to the Orthodox faith and sometimes touching on questions which are asked by people who write in or send in and I think it's time that we introduce people to the Saints It's a little booklet by our publishing house, Synaxis Press, uh, our Point of Faith series, which we began to publish in 1974. Uh, These little booklets are dollar each, uh, or much cheaper in, in, in quantity, but this particular one is titled Who Are the Saints? And the Point of Faith series is our response to questions which are asked by people, which need more than a short answer, but one doesn't need to write a whole book about them. So in in a a little 20-page booklet like this, we can cover fairly well an introduction at the basic level about who are the saints of the church. And we realize that very often this is a Protestant question which is asked, and very often, sincerely, people genuinely want to know, other times sarcastically, but in any case, we need to answer people with... um, with some kind of a solid answer also courteously and with a little understanding when we are asked as I have been in traveling why does your Orthodox Christians pray to these dead Saints well what's the most logical reply except the words of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ ye do greatly err and you know neither the power of the Scripture nor the power of God for God is the God of the living and not of the dead they said I'm the God of Abraham of Isaac and of Jacob Abraham Isaac and Jacob born under the law not under grace are alive Jesus Christ just told us so how much more therefore those great Saints of God who have acquired the depth and uh, breadth of the Holy Spirit and dwelling within them in the age of grace how much more are they alive living Saints alive in Christ, and because they've obtained the fullness of the grace of the Holy Spirit, able to participate in the work of Christ, able to be co-workers in the energies of God. And this is the great mystery of the saints. And we'll have to cover this in, in two talks because I'm running out of time already, but just think about it for a moment when a person has inquired uh, really acquired the fullness of the indwelling of the holy spirit through struggle through his absolute devotion to jesus christ and to the gospel through her giving up of everything for the sake of jesus christ and for the sake of his gospel having acquired